0: Lights, camera, action. Johnny, if your side piece starts saying, I'm gonna get a big shoe at the bottom of my back <laughs> is, that, is that something you want?
1: <laughs> I don't I don't I don't understand like the thought process of this. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that is something I want.
0: I'm Luke Byron, joined as always by Keenan Bonner, and Sean Shoot is here too. This is Movie Madness in association with Spitball in Pod, and the matchup we'll be getting into today is 2018's Den of Thieves versus 2016's Hell or high water? How are you both doing today? Yeah, feeling very talkative. hope you got pumped up. I put as much enthusiasm into that intro as I possibly could.
1: (laughs) I I thought you may have done.
0: I don't know if you see when we've done the video podcast. I I usually get my hands going as I'm doing these intros, even when uh, you can't see me. Get myself like Bruce Buffer doing the UFC ones, pumped up.
1: I've not seen any any of the videos. Even
0: if you haven't, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> if you're not watching
1: them, how can we expect other people to be watching them? It's
0: I mean, just I
1: hope the they thing do. for pod, I only like to listen to podcasts. Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of this new, like, I, you know, this new trend of, of podcasts podcast being on video. Like, I just want to listen to it. Well, that's why you go with Spotify. Then you've got the option. Yeah, true,
0: true. Because some, I. I just seeing other people laugh makes me laugh. So that's a bonus if it's a podcast and you can see that on video. But in the main part, I do get what you mean. Fair. Just another string to our bow. We yeah. will start with Den of Thieves today. Uh, Battle of the Heist matchups. Probably first question to ask um, on behalf of myself and Keenan. Um, where were you last week, Sean? Last week? Yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> when did you pod last week?
0: I don't think that matters to particularly.
1: Well, it does because it's <laughs> like, I can give you an accurate answer to where I was on that specific day they was recorded. <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday, uh, squash on a Tuesday. So no,
0: you, at the time we were recording, you were complaining about the contents of your HelloFresh box or whatever, one of those services it is that you use.
1: Don't know what you're on about now, to be honest.
0: Whichever one of these recipe boxes you get,
1: yeah, you that is right.
0: they put yeah. the wrong thing in
1: there. Oh right, so yeah, I had. Uh, I was having Mexican. Uh, what was I having? I think it was it was burrito bowl or, or tacos. And then instead of tortilla chips, it was a naan bread. It's just that. Um, <laughs> it's just that. Which was twenty days. Good. I would. I would recommend.
0: It's just that twenty days ago, when you said you were back permanently. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've actually, we've not heard from you since.
1: Well, in, in my, in my defense, the pod, since I said that, the pod was moved to a, a Tuesday and then a Wednesday. So I was under the impression it was just Thursdays.
0: Me and Cooley flex flexibility on show.
1: Sean mm. obviously uh, doesn't have that same drive. Busy no, man. I had,
2: to, I had to play Skittles last Wednesday, so Tuesday was the only available. Did you?
0: He's at, your, and he's at a wedding tomorrow. But we make these well, things yeah, what's,
1: aver- what's your average at Skittles?
2: I'm not talk about it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, <not laughs> a,
1: it's,
2: it's, it's gone downhill, to be honest, very, very rapidly this season.
0: i uh, would be about to ask him yeah. what his average was at a wedding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really know what that meant. But I thought that's the question <laughs> you were asking.
0: Sean
2: <laughs> sure knows his Skittles.
1: I, I would be interested to know that as well. Well, we'll go to we'll go to Den of Thieves,
0: Battle of the Heist matchups. Uh, the synopsis for Den of Thieves, an elite unit of LA County Sheriff of the LA County Sheriff's Department and the state's most successful bank robbery crew clash as the outlaws plan a seemingly impossible heist on the Federal
1: Reserve Bank. I'll ask you, Sean, what do you think the critics thought of this? I would say good reviews or, or overall, I would say. What do you think, Keenan? Bang average.
0: Uh, if anything, they actually disliked it. Um, to be honest with you, are. I thought I thought they might. <laughs> I like the um, film, so it's being positive. Well, yes, yeah, so it's why I'm quite glad because I had really standard expectations going in to see this, and some of these reviews would have completely put me off before going in if I was going to make the trip to the cinema to go and see it, especially with the runtime that it has.
2: It's a long, long old film, isn't
0: it? Yeah, although I mean, we'll get on to that. It doesn't feel as long to me as I mean, Master and Commander is the it's the base point for me. A two-hour something film that I swear, I I, I swear, I started. I had a haircut just before we started, and he did another haircut by the time we finished. It was insanity. Um, I still don't know if uh, either of you two finished it. I watched it but I'll take you through the critics reviews. Uh, Just when you were about to brace yourself for your biannual abusive appointment with Gerard Butler, he went and did the best thing he's done in years. The sprawling heist film plays like a bargain bargain bin version of Michael Mann's 1995 classic Heat, only more macho, which is impressive given Heat is already jacked up on testosterone and fragile male egos. It needs some serious editing to take out the irrelevant wife story and to explain the incomprehensible heist better. Even so, it's a fun film to watch with excellent tension and holds your interest throughout. At 140 minutes, Den of Thieves gets too caught up in its own indulgences, and that's a crime it can't escape. And finally, it's one thing for the bad guys to shoot one another, but when cops place dozens of innocent people in the middle of an automatic gun battle, It feels gratuitous even for a movie like this. And I must admit, (laughs) that did jump out to me at the time when re watching this. Simply tapping the cars and saying duck down doesn't feel an appropriate course of action before you start ripping off these automatic rifles in the middle (laughs) of the busy street.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there was definitely definitely a few civilians have been killed there that they've just not, they just chose to ignore.
0: Yeah, I mean, Keenan, you're probably the best man that I can go to for this. The heat comparison is inescapable. Yep. The the director himself hasn't tried to shy away from that. Um, no. He calls it homage, however you uh, want to call it. He says that all of the best heist films, they've inspired me. How can you make a heist film and not be inspired by some of these? Um It did, however, remind me of some of the trivia that we had when we did heat. And there was such a conscious decision, wasn't there, during the uh, scene where they come out of the bank and they had the gunfight in the street on this occasion where they say, De Niro and his crew, as you'd expect, have no regard for the civilians and they're firing off in the street as and when they need to. Whereas the police are obviously trained To be far more careful and they won't shoot in certain situations this film decides you know what it would be a lot more fun if we just forget everyone else almost like a monster movie isn't it like godzilla you don't think about the thousands of people that godzilla stamps on as he crushes their car on the way past (laughs) and that's kind of how they treat treat civilians in this film yeah um heat wise
2: is right. I didn't want to call it budget heat because that feels insulting, but that is a lot of what this is. Like, so, the bit you are talk about, there are some bits they have genuinely just lifted straight out of it. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about it last night as I was watching it. Nick Merriman is Vincent Hanna if they let him keep his coke addiction. <laughs> That's what it is. He, like, if Pacino had played it as though he was on, was, was just doing, doing coke all the time, he ends up basically like Nick. He's in strip clubs and shit.
0: Yeah. I remember when this film came out, it was moderately well received. I think those that saw it and for what it was enjoyed the film, I remember coming out and and raving about it because I had such low expectations that I didn't expect to be kind of so engrossed in the film. Uh, Particularly in America, this went on Showtime, I believe, and picked up a bit of a second life there, and it's gained somewhat of a cult following. It's just one of those films, the equivalent of being on ITV2 over here, that Tokyo Drift took a life of its own over here, and so many more. So did Drillbert Taylor night. Sorry, Keenan.
2: Sorry, just thinking of stuff that was always... Drillbert Taylor's randomly always on ITV for for like a year and a half.
0: And this this film was shilling on Film 4 last night. Like, I saw a tweet about it on my timeline as I was about to stick it on. And I remember reading an article by Shay Serrano who we referenced on here before. And he says that this is one of the great underappreciated heist movies. And a quote stuck with me from back then and I went back and revisited uh, what he had to say about it. And I take down here, when speaking about the references to Heat, he says, let me just say, I don't care, I just don't. If you're going to ape a heist movie while making a heist movie, that I mean, you should absolutely ape the best heist movie of all time, because even if you only seventy percent succeed, for example, it's still one of those situations where it's like having LeBron at seventy percent is better than having someone from two thirds of the rest of the league at a hundred percent.
2: Do you agree with that? Oh yeah, I I get what you're saying. I'm not. It's not a criticism. Well, it's not no, necessarily no, no. a criticism. It's just like there
0: are certain teams where they have
2: genuinely just at yeah. it straight out of. Um, Genuinely, just like lifted straight from heat.
0: I mean, the opening scene is them blowing the back off the armored truck, yeah, going in, and then the next thing is police visiting the scene. Um, not original, I don't think there's anything really original about this film at all, and I think there's a greater conversation to have when we compare it to Hell or High Water, which is an original take done on an old classic. This is essentially someone that loves heist movies making a heist movie, I thought. I If me and you had to make a heist movie, we pretty much would have made this. Yeah, was we did done as good a job, but I'm pretty, we'd have come up with pretty much the same thing. So, um, Gerald Butler gained £25 for this role. Um, the director said that he, he, he just wanted him to uh, beef up a little bit. Um, I remember seeing an interview with Gerard Butler about this, and I couldn't find it again. But he was asked how he got into character for the role of uh, Big Nick, as he calls himself. And he essentially said, well, look, I woke up in the morning, I had a donut, and I spent three months in strip clubs. Uh, it was a fairly easy job to get into. I didn't want this role to end. Um, I don't know if he was actually doing that, but when we referenced Bad Santa, and how we thought we would enjoy that kind of uh, task, if that's really the way Gerald Butler's gone about this, then there's worse jobs to have.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Far worse jobs to have, mate, let's be honest. Although I feel like, and you'd imagine that would be the case, anyone in their life that's ever been recognised when going back into a strip club, whether it's by the bouncer on the door, whether it's by someone working in there, that's probably a reflective point. If Gerald Butler has been going back and forth for three
2: months, I get what you're saying, Maybe. but he actually can just say, "I'm researching a role." Was, okay. Whereas, <laughs> if it's you being recognised, researching what? You know what <laughs> well, we have the comparison. Or, is that a personal thing that has that happened to you? I genuinely thought well, that for a second. I just, he was
0: thought he was going to be like, "Yeah, no, I one don't place. know. No, I don't know what jobs you think I've had throughout my time. I'm not oh, earning the amount of cash day. where I can be uh, going back and forth to a titty bar for free. <laughs> <laughs> you do love them, though
2: famously so well, that's not yeah.
0: famous that's not famous at all yeah he is quite famous um, it's well compa- moving on when you compare that to uh, this trivia we had from Jessica Alba in Sin City where she's complaining that the dancers there just wanted tips and weren't prepared to just sit around for hours <laughs> discussing how she can get into character sounds like yeah, Gerald
2: Butler had a much better time it does, but I did think about it afterwards. Right, you're Jessica Alba. I can't imagine she's short a shorter penny, right? Yeah. yeah. Surely you just say to say to one of the strippers, because also you're Jessica Alba. So the chances are at least one of them recognises you, right? Yeah. Can I can I pay you for three hours of your time, so you can teach me, so you can tell me what it's like to be a stripper? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? or and then yeah. if if that goes well, and you still have more questions thank you this was really informative is there a chance we could do this again and i'll yo, we'll pay you for another three hours of your time All right instead of bitching about some poor woman trying to earn an
0: honest living fucking shell out All right, you got yeah me? i mean i maintain that she is the goat and but you can't I tell me don't... This, that's not a piss poor attitude no 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 and um i said this previously i'm not sure an actress has ever looked better than she does in good luck chuck but this is completely out of the realms. I just wanted to say that again. I did see an interview with someone that had worked with her on whatever this TV show that she's done lately. And he did say that she was an asshole. actually. So (laughs) I hope that's not true. (laughs) But some of the stuff that we're hearing does maybe add up a little bit. I know um, Dane Cook said similar after Good Luck Chuck. Well, he effectively... The film's made. She then spoke to the press and said about the way the characters objectified and this and that. And he was like, oh, we were all on the same movie. <laughs> this was no, You did not not know what you were making. Don't come out now and say you're embarrassed by the film because it hasn't done well. <laughs> That's a completely yeah, different yeah. argument. Um, and this guy... I can't, we've had, can't clock, we've had that conversation many, many yeah. times before. I can't remember um, the person's name. But he said basically... She turned her nose up at him and said that he'd just been drafted in to be a pretty face, basically, um, and belittled him on the set. So, being called a pretty face, not not
2: that bad of belittling I've Been called many no. things in my life. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's not really. I, I, no, I'm I'm self-aware enough to do the maths that the reason I've never been called a pretty face is because I'm not one. But I mean, come on, all
0: right? Like to you, you get over that pretty quickly don't know, are we supposed to call you a pretty face here or, or not? Is that an what <laughs> I mean, you, 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 you can lie to me. It's
2: fine. I'm, I mean, flattery will get you everywhere. But I mean, I will know you're lying to me because, I mean, I possess mirrors and stuff.
1: Oh, we could, we could just get out of the way. Maybe it's one of them things like the, yeah, first, I think time, you're being, the first time you're you are you know, self, Self-deprecating, Keaton.
2: You... Oh, Sean. Even yeah. as i while you sleep.
1: Now that we've <laughs> said it for the first time, it's just going
0: to, it's like buses. We're just going to keep rolling in there. <laughs> Well, oh, it just means you've got it a second time so <laughs> me and Shaw I used to have a phrase it's come twice, it's on come twice at once yeah. um, so I, I know some of the criticism for this film is the length of it um, I'm not sure if that's something that um, you'd take offence to either but 160 minutes this was originally going to be and was then cut down
2: what the fuck did they actually cut out
0: I don't know about forty minutes.
2: They just get rid of one more scene in fucking Benny Hana.
0: Well, like, I mean, there's there's the um, there's the 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 heist at the start. There's the heist at the end, and then you do have about an hour and forty minutes of the cat <laughs> and shit, mouse kind like, of game. So maybe uh, there's just another forty minutes of them just bumping into each other in just more and
1: more obscure places. <laughs> I did like those scenes.
0: <laughs> so did I um, the one on the gun range in particular um, because there's a look on Gerald Butler's face like I shouldn't be enjoying this as much as I am
1: yeah and then and then that that you know we'll go on to like best scenes I guess a bit later but yeah. the one where they're in the where they're in the house and he just walks and they just walk by each other yeah that was really cool
0: what yeah. if you wish to compare to Heat, if that is the case. Maybe he's just enjoyed that so much, Keen. and he's thought, I wish we'd had seven or eight scenes of De Niro and Pacino. I'm going to do my thing here, and look, these guys are going to meet each other constantly. Yeah. When when you compare the two, for
2: me personally, it proves that there can be too much of a good thing.
0: Yeah, that's probably fair. Um, while we're here, ask Sean if he's seen Heat. There's no chance Sean's seen Heat. I haven't seen Heat, you're
2: right. He's not He's he not. <laughs>
0: He was just laughing along at you calling uh, Pacino a cokehead earlier without actually having seen the film. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, imagining Pacino how do, doing lines is quite funny.
0: Like the actual <laughs> reaction of it. <laughs> I was speaking about that, uh, he's watch the it, office though. today just saying, because she's got a great ass. Honestly, it's a sensational film, Sean. Are <laughs> you saying
1: that you like? no. oh, in, in, a, in an educational setting? Well, I'm, I'm not in a ground. classroom. I'm not in a (laughs) (laughs)
0: classroom. Anyway. Um, So this isn't the first time that Gerald Butler and uh, Christian Gudigast, if I've pronounced his name correctly, have worked together. This is the first film he's directed, or certainly the first big budget film he's directed, but he was a screenwriter on London Has Fallen. Oh, okay. another underappreciated Gerald Butler film, I'd say, probably the definition of does what well, it says on the tin and the kind of films that we've championed through the years on Movie Madness.
2: Did you say under-appreciated? Didn't you get fucking three films out of it? it? It's got a fourth one
0: coming out of it, but it's what Shoot. people would, would very quickly kind of put into a bracket. and They would be correct in putting it into our bracket. Absolutely, but we very much championed those films of
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying This shouldn't that,
0: be that. critically acclaimed. This I'll, should be Gerald Butler the... saving the president. First one, I've got to admit, but... I've seen the first two. I imagine Sean's probably seen the first three. What's the third one? Is it Angel has fallen? So, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. And I think Olympus I've
3: seen...
2: I think I have seen all three. Yeah, I know yeah, you will. Not... Not, right. not, seen, not seen Heat. I've seen three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Right, just, the third just, one, arguably, <laughs>
1: arguably the best arguably the best one as well.
2: Just speaks to the man already, doesn't it?
1: Um, Do you remember when said, also on... Ones, I really like the first one. Do you remember on the... And then, because like around a similar time, Channing Tatum had that White House down one. one that yeah, like down, that's pretty it. same,
2: It's pretty much the same film. <laughs> exactly the same fucking film, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it should have been... You get it sometimes in boxing, and, and very rarely, where... The networks will speak to each other and ensure that the two main events don't clash. Like, mm. I feel like someone with those two films should have spoken to each other and said, "Look, we need to either change our names because so they're a bit further apart. We need to change the trailers, or just one of us needs to take a back seat here, leave a few more months." But it didn't work that way. Uh, Egypt have just gone through an AFCON, by the way, so Salah can uh, stay away a little, just a little bit longer. Hopefully, they win it. Hopefully, they don't win it. But I'll then he would. I'll, I'll be for him, actually.
1: Why
2: would you not want care, I, really, I really don't care who wins it. But if anyone's got to win it, let it be my no offense, Sadio Mano.
1: You won't be a Liverpool player for much longer, Keenan. Who? Oh.
2: Salah. Well, well, I don't know if you think he's going. Or unless we just don't offer him the money he wants, and in which case we're fools. Yeah, that's what's going
0: to happen. This this is that's a this is a topic for a Monday. Right, um, <laughs> hey, me and Sean must be when we want. You're on your own time. Um, just something I, I happened to stumble upon while looking through IMDb. O'Shea Jackson Jr., who's great in this, by the way, he's in the uh, new Obi Wan TV show, Sean. I don't know what character he's playing, but he's going to be in that in the in the Disney Plus season. Is he really? Oh, yeah. Wow. And it looks like he's got a prominent part because you can see kind of the list of episodes, and he's in several. So it's not like he's just in a passing role. When does that come out? Yeah, uh, sometime this year. I think it's probably around the time. I was going to ask this to Keenan, but I'll ask Sean this for. Uh, to... Which one of you wants to answer my question? I'm not going to tell you the question first, like can and you're both go, have a chance no, to answer. Go, Keenan. Well,
2: so, fucking irrelevant point. No, no, just tell us what the question is.
0: Well. In fairness, you've made quite a point of not answering my questions, so that's why I was going to go uh, against it. But in order, Keenan, give me your top three Gerald Butler characters.
2: Don't actually know if I've ever seen three films that he's been in, mate. Can you
0: because I, I can tell you three off the bat that you've seen him in. Go on. Three hundred. Law Abiding Citizen. Dennis oh Heath. yeah.
2: Shit. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Um... Think about the same question, Sean so it's probably it's 300 War abiding citizen and whilst has he been in that I like I feel like now I've said it I've probably seen him in quite a few things.
0: Angel has fallen well Olympus has no, no,
2: I only saw the first one now not that I prefer him in rock and roll over that
0: Machine um, Gun Preacher never seen that Gamer no I've never seen that Sean strikes me as a man that saw Beowulf good film
2: i seen Beowulf was he?
1: Tomb Raider.
2: I think I know.
1: I'd go. I think I'd probably go Denifive, Den then Law Abiding Citizen, and then probably Greenland. I don't know if any of you watch. King that. Leonidas, doesn't make your top three Gerald Butler characters. Film. No. Then the answer is Leonidas,
2: then it's Law Abiding Citizen. Um, then, yeah, it's probably this, mate, to be honest. This or Mike Bannon, yeah. Also, little one, did you know I do do occasional other rom com? It's great a film called The Bounty Hunter. For an hour. <laughs> <in Houston. laughs> I don't think I've ever watched cool.
1: that. Is it any good? Yeah. Oh, it's on Netflix.
2: Maybe I'll watch it. It's okay. It's a very very light very light watch, Sean, as you
0: might imagine. He was in movie yeah. forty three as well, which is a very strange film for anyone. Uh, that, that i hasn't seen the that. where they just put a hundred fucking little skits. Yeah. And made, yeah. yeah. More from um tomb Raider Cradle of Life. Um thoroughly enjoyed that back in two thousand and three. I don't know how it would be now. Also wouldn't have that in my top three Gerald but the characters, just thought it was worth a mention. Um I take his character in this, big Nick O'Brien, over his character in Laura Biden Citizen. King Leonidas, I do think, he is number one. Poor from you. I, think he's, I think his I think his character is great in this. I
2: think Clark better. When he's actually
0: stabbing
2: fuck out of a bloke a prison. Yeah. Over so that
0: steak. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. If we talk about this, just our kind of thoughts while watching, I've got a number of things that I'm sure will spark other conversations. I don't know how much hype you remember there being for this film in kind of the promos, but they used Mad City, the Kendrick song, for the trailer, which is just a great choice. And that kind of thing goes a long way to uh, getting you to see a film. If you get something like that, stick it in your head. That little bit, bit of the start, if Pyros and Crips all got along. If you watch the trailer back, you'll be pumped and you've seen the
1: film. Yeah, a trailer Trailer goes all the way, doesn't it? Uh, the, well, the first thing that came into my head was the, um, you're always going to watch this anyway, I suppose, but Wolf of Wall Street and the the music for that really gets you in on the trailer. So yeah, it's a big one, isn't it?
0: You got an example, Keenan? No.
1: I remember, and
0: you've mentioned it there, uh, Rock and Roll Queen by the Subways for the Rock and Roller trailer. And I wanted to see the film just off the back of that song being in there because I'd had it in my head from it being in Die Hard 4. Die Hard 4, what a waste of your time. (laughs) I guess if once you've seen (laughs) Die Hard 1, 2, 3... You See, die of four in the same way that you <laughs> so know, I think it's going to be garbage. I disagree with you. Now, no, but... live free and die hard was a waste of my time. It's that die one that's four. got um Justin Long in it.
1: No, that's die of four. Oh, okay, <laughs>
0: sure, <laughs> good film, huh? Justin
1: Long. Yeah, my boy, friend of the pod. He just doesn't know it. Yeah, um. Gerard Butler does
0: a number of things wrong in this film. For a guy, and I know the whole thing is he's like a loose cop, this and that. He he should he should be above texting the wrong woman when he's cheating on his wife. I'm not sure I can trust your abilities as a policeman if you <laughs> make such a simple mistake as that. Like he's sloppy. How can I trust you to handle top secret information? You can't even protect your own secret. It's yeah, a fair he's, point. He's
2: very sloppy. You know what I'm
0: saying? I mean, Throughout the film, the, the lesson about the lesson about the text that was hot in caps lock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, even even the wife. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what are you
2: doing? It, he does text exactly how I expect a middle middle middle-aged man to text. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, that's exactly what I'm. That's
2: exactly what I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> I mean, one critic review did say like I don't know why we need the storyline with his wife <laughs> like it has nothing to do with the film like no, nothing comes, it's out, same, nothing it's comes just, out it's, of it's the, the, the same
2: it's the exact same in Heat
3: the bit with the wife and
2: Natalie Portman has fuck all to do with it other than the fact you, you get to watch him launch <laughs> his TV
0: and shout out. Out. <laughs> you still get a lot more even just character development in Heat, in Heat. This, this is The first thing we see with his wife is he's cheating on her and he uses some quite cool phrase, to be fair, about having to act on the streets and it being this and that. And then the next time we see her, he's just staring at her in their local Tesco's while the kids are just wheeling around in the trolley. How they don't see their dad, by the way, leaves a lot to be um, asked. And then him interrupting this... (laughs) double dinner dates and he's just being strange so many questions about this the guy getting up to actually hug him for a start his wife whether she liked that guy before can't look at him the same way after after he's been sunned like this by big nick arguably my biggest issue with the entire film i don't care how great your relationship was if you have an iq above two why would you ever think it's a good idea to get big Nick tattooed at the bottom of your back? <laughs> <laughs> Why was that a thing?
2: I feel like that's 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 his insistence.
0: Oh, and also, um his his idea that at the point where this guy is going through his wife from the back, he's gonna see the big Nick tattoo and I'll uh, leave it there. That's too much for me at this point. But I can't be going forward. (laughs) The way he says that at the end is if if he's got the one up at that point. As if his wife getting ran through by this much smaller, Weasley-looking bloke. He's still the one that's winning in that situation because she has a tattoo. You can kind of see what he means. (laughs) Also... That's definitely a self-appointed nickname. No one says we're going to start calling you Big Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you never know. If Nick Foles had been the one to create the Big Dick Nick nickname for himself, then we'd be having questions and it wouldn't have stuck. Someone else applies that nickname to you, but you can run with it. Him referring to himself as Big Nick? (laughs) I can't get on board with it. (laughs)
2: I mean, his name is Nick, and he's a pretty fucking big fella. So,
0: but still, Sorry. look, no one calls me Big Luke.
2: Yeah, it doesn't say, it doesn't sound like. Right. No, everyone calls you Byron. That's, that's just how it works.
0: Well, are you getting called Big Keen? No. Big Bon? No, thankfully. <laughs> because one of I, mean, I don't want anyone curious. to start calling me Big bi, to, to be honest, <laughs> so that's one way. And if that was the case. I'm not asking my missing lot. You know what you should get tattooed at the bottom of your back? It's big boy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we,
2: know, we can start calling you Big Luke if you wish.
0: No, no. This, this is the thing. <laughs> that, that's, oh. I actually, I paused the film to make a real point of this in my notes while I write down what I think while watching. Because... Just the whole thing where he's doing like the mic drop, walk out of the house after doing this. <laughs> like he's really pleased with himself. oh no, I'm sorry. You're not the winner here. The other bloke, by the way, trying to be the big man. I don't know if he's trying to put the moves on Gerald Butler's uh, wife, on Big Nick's wife. Because he's seen this other guy getting sunned, and he thinks he can have a piece of the action. He's he can see the whole in the back there, whole rest of the back there that he can get tattooed. Him trying to say, "Come on, step out!" while flinching every time he turns around. Just a catastrophe. I'm glad the scene's there. Definitely didn't need it. Um,
2: Yeah, I'm not really impressed on it to be honest. I can't actually live without it.
0: The whole thing is that you're trying to show us this guy's unhinged.
2: Um, I mean, pick I picked that, think they, pick that they, up they when they he started. Good enough job. job they would already that, done
0: that when he starts eating donuts from the crime scene. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they've done a decent enough
0: job of making (laughs) making it known that he's a fucking lunatic. (laughs) Well, this this tattoo just isn't the game changer that Big Nick thinks it is. No. And if it wasn't him that suggested it, I mean, I don't know if we need to tell our listeners that uh, it shoots off the market, but Sean, if if your side piece starts saying, I'm going to get a big shoe at the bottom of my back. <laughs> is that is that something you want?
1: <laughs> I don't I don't I don't understand like the thought process of this. Uh, no, no, I don't think that is something I want.
0: <laughs> at, no? at what point <laughs> at what point did the tattoo change? Like they've gone there on the basis that they're getting like his name tattooed and at the last minute have they gone, you know what? get big
2: nick don't it's get the lower nick back it's a, it's no, it's the lower nick. back just makes it worse big but... nick is better than nick o'brien why is she getting his fucking full name tattooed <laughs> just get nick if you have to do this just get nick you know what i mean like nick o'brien like the full the full name is way weird <laughs> i think if they
1: had to get it i'd want it in like the least offensive place i don't know like in small writing on, the, on a wrist <laughs> or something or on an ankle like not
0: not Classic. I yeah. saw the the quote again the other day of um Roy Keane saying that his wife asked why we got their kids' names tattooed and not his. I mean, well, they're always going to be my kids. You might not always be my wife. <laughs> yeah, so good.
1: That's
2: such a valid. That's such a valid point.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. But so she, clearly, he clearly has sense. And, I mean yeah. I don't know if she has any tattoos, I don't know if she has big Roy at the on the bottom of her back. <laughs> just <keynotes> across the <laughs> across the stomach.
2: The stomach is so much more aggressive, Sean. You're right.
1: Ugh. Imagine just going oh. to like if you got a, if they've just got a bikini on and then you've just got Big Nick, you know, big show. Show. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. i that <laughs> horrendous. I know Sean's just said a lot of different places in the body. <laughs> There's no one place you can get Big Nick tattooed where I'm looking at that any more gracefully.
2: He's right about the, like, the small writing on the wrist or in yes. fucking size 24 font
0: across the back. If I, right. if I, if I go to shake a woman's hand, she, she's got Big Nick tattooed across <laughs> her wrist. <laughs> i'm not saying she,
2: i'm not saying she's not yeah but it's different there. saying, you know I mean there's, there's levels surely but like if it was on the forehead for example
0: well, or if this it's point, just a full you face you may as well go on it like if you get a big neck you may as well get it in the bottom of your back that's a neck piece <laughs> that just says big neck like, that's obviously far worse with well, a donut next to it oh, oh I'm, I'm glad that got the attention it deserved because honestly just horrendous Um, we've spoken about the comparisons to Heat the other one across various critics reviews and things another film that Sean hasn't seen some comparisons to the usual suspects in the way that they go about this at the end of the film with the kind of I mean I don't know if any of you have seen the uh, masterpiece that is Puss in Boots I have not Sean? <laughs> no, I have not. Okay, so at the climax of the film, you get this big grand finale where Humpty Dumpty, the villain of the piece, reveals he was always there for everything that has gone wrong, for Puss in Boots. And he says, I was always there, Puss. And you get this whole big look back at everything in the film where he's been secretly there, including dressed as a cat at one stage this is one of these where essentially they're doing the when you watch this for the second time around you get the enjoyment of seeing. okay this makes so much more sense you can see now from a different angle that he's being played in the same way that i imagine for you keenan you had a different appreciation perhaps for the usual suspects in that you knew the ending beforehand so Mm. you were seeing everyone fall for shenanigans around it while knowing this guy did it all along yeah when you watch back the scene with the interrogation in the hotel room it's so great when you know what happens because you effectively have o'shea jackson jr just great in the scene just hitting home runs throughout While gerard butler big nick thinks he's ahead in the scene and he's saying oh that should be enough info come on this this and he just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going right to the start when they're in the bar for the first time. And he asks him how he knows all this information. And he says, lots of reps, man. I'm in complete control of my environment and people don't even know it. Mm. Do you uh, like this actually, in uh, a film? It's
2: actually
0: another film where I knew the twist ending.
2: <laughs> I
3: yeah,
2: I so, there. yeah, I did know that this happened. Like I said, I tried to watch the film twice, but both times I was before watching it for the pond. Both times I was hungover and was sort of sleeping for out. It goes on for fucking nineteen hours, so I managed to wake up after my nap and it was still on. Um, yes. I, I actually knew what happened at the uh, end.
1: I forgot about well, on both films, I kind of I knew how, like just before the ending, but I forgot about how how they, yeah, d- definitively ended. But I do, like you said, by I do enjoy it, in, when it, when it happens in these types of films, yeah especially in this, they really do
0: have so many kind of winks at you the second time around in what they're giving you.
1: What um, are the... Maybe I need to look at the... What are some of the winks? Maybe I'll... I'll well, the, the, I'll, the, one that I, the one I just said into, he, where he says,
0: um, I'm in complete control of my environment and people don't even know. And just the, the next time around when they're doing the interrogation and Nick is just grinning at the information that he's getting out of him and he's laughing away and he's saying, look, you pissed yourself and we got this out of you and this and that. Yeah, yeah. The whole time you're seeing this guy down the camera who is just playing these other guys. Um, So every time they think they're one step ahead, obviously they aren't. Um, He's playing these two just completely macho characters off against each other. And it, it just works a charm. Um, with that interrogation scene, by the way, that hotel room has just everything. It's like when NPH goes to heaven in the second Harold and Kumar film, Keenan, actually maybe the third one, and he's just got everything he needs up there. This hotel room has various women just mm-hmm. waltzing around the place. Um, Maybe ladies of the night. We aren't too sure what they are. There's some gambling going on in the background. There's people kind of just playing cards. You've got a TV in there. Looks like there's some sport on there. And just, I don't know where they've got them from. There's people just snacking on chicken tenders, which just look great. I don't. They look like they're just the perfect thing for that situation. For everyone other than the guy being interrogated in this situation, this looks like the perfect, this this is the place to be.
2: Um uh, not sure about that. I wouldn't go that bad, but... I understand what you're saying.
0: Well, you you got a place. You've 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 got these beautiful women walking around the place. You can play poker in there. You've got a TV on the wall, and you've got an endless supply of chicken tenders.
2: Yeah, you I tell them what you
0: want. It does
2: almost end up becoming a torture room, mate. So that probably loses a few points there.
0: I, I said in the room, other than the guy that this is happening to, yeah, you've got everything I'm, you need in there.
2: I can't really get over the torture, though. That's where you and I differ. It'll be hard for me to, to sit and eat some chicken tenders and try and get my rocks off while some pork cunts getting done with a with a cattle
0: prod. Well that doesn't happen actually in the room and it, I mean
2: the my as, point.
0: As far as being tortured goes, I mean he's gotta I mean, be a nice plush hotel room. He's got a double bed he wakes up in. He's got these women that clean him up after he wets himself. I mean this worst place to be tortured.
2: Did I talk... Oh, no, yeah, I, was, I, was, I, was watching, I said the same thing about the Gal Gadot torture scene I watched
0: the other day. <laughs> as far as interrogations go, dare I say, this may, be, this may be the best facility that we've seen an interrogation take place in. It says a lot more about you than it does anything else, I've got to be honest. <laughs> I've just... I've wanted those chicken tenders since, I've, since I since saw them in the film yesterday. I've gone yeah, mad for been... those mini fillets at KFC since I had yeah, the... Right. Uh, 10 for 10 pounds again the other Saturday.
2: Very salty. That's, they what, are, kills, but
0: that's what kills me about them. The, then with the Just Eat delivery, 10 mini fillets for 10 pounds, get me two little portions of chips for about two quid total. Chips, delivery so garbage. What are you touching? Like on? I'll, okay. I'll be honest, I prefer these chips to how they were before. That's fucking, that's actually disgraceful. No, now let me clarify. The original fries were great, where they were chunkier than the McDonald's ones, and then they went to skinny fries, and the KFC skinny fries were terrible, and now they've gone to the skin-on fries. So they were better at the start, but these are better than what they were before. These ones—they've got now the worst they've been for me.
2: That's shocking. Disagree. That's fine. Well just—I uh, like, not as into the point now. If I'm going to KFC, it's no chips. Chips, I just don't, I actually just don't want them. It's wings, probably a burger, maybe maybe a wrap, and then just gravy. You've got more surface area for soaking up gravy with these skin on fries. They're yeah, shocking me I actually just don't want them anywhere near me. My main issue would be that they're they're rarely warm. But as far as cold chips go, they've got no redeeming there. features, boy. That's 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 my takeaway. I will just
0: I just agree, but yeah. Still, still need to uh, try the dream combo of McDonald's chips, KFC gravy, which I've never done. McDonald's French fries, KFC gravy. Gotta be, gotta done. Um, okay. Um, do, 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 do Is this the best use of Fifty Cent in a film? Pops up. No. Get rid of trying this. Oh, I, I love 50 Cent. I love the Get Rich or Die Try an Album. Horrible film. And I don't know I don't know why you see it in the way you do. I love that film, man. Yeah, I really do. I I've just seen He's CDs in Expendables back. 4, which is maybe the most 50 Wild. Cent thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Escape Wild. Plan's a good film. I mean,
1: it's not a good film, I mean, it's not a good too, film it? but it is a good film. Escape Plan? Is that the Arnie one? It's, no, it it's the, well, it's well, actually, it's yeah, he, he is. He, I think Arnie is in the, only the second one. The oh, sorry, is,
0: my bad. Arnie's
1: Stallone, in the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. The whole oh, the first
0: one was Arnie and Stallone. Oh okay, got you. Fifty cents in the actually, second one. Sorry,
2: my uh, bad. It's this. It's Stallone I was actually thinking of.
0: Yeah, it's Stallone yeah. and Arnie.
2: Yeah, but it's, uh, just, it's uh, a Stallone film, isn't it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah sorry, my bad. But that's actually what I was thinking of. What, was that Cause... the one
1: you're thinking of to be the, his best work? No, no, just when you said it. Blimey. I said it, um, hard, but I actually... Can't skip to the beat in my head. Um, <laughs> No, Yeah, I've I mean, it probably, it, it probably is, though. I would probably agree with you. Oh, I didn't know there was Escape Plan 3.
0: <laughs> yeah, a... Can we just, for a second, Get Rich or Die Trying is a horrible film it's saved the, same no, the it's soundtrack not. and the fact it's 50 Cent the ending is one of the worst endings I've ever seen
2: you're a horrible bloke but I put up with her so what's your tongue?
0: don't ever make a biopic when the person is alive and has an influence on the film yeah. the same thing happened with Straight Outta Compton it's the same reason. it's the reason but why you love,
2: it. you love
0: it you love 8 Mile and that's essentially eight the same mile, 8 no because <clears> it's either. not it's not a biopic at all it is essentially though isn't it? 8 Mile has more redeeming qualities than Get Rich or Die Trying. It doesn't.
1: Do you not like... We, should, we go, should we go Should
0: bar for bar and we'll just list the redeeming qualities and I think I'll last longer? Way to phrase that. Better soundtrack is what Get Rich or Die Trying has. After that, I don't Better know Better action
2: what. scenes. People getting shot. Better action
0: scenes. Are you forgetting yeah. Cheddar Bob shooting himself in the leg? But the free world, three one three. one No.
2: I... What, what on Earth? People getting burnt alive. No, honestly, action per minute wins it. Brittany Murphy. Don't, no, don't please stop, stop, stop now. What? I never remember her name. Excuse me. bad. Yeah. I can never remember the woman's name. Bear with me.
0: you no, at sure. we'll... Joy
2: Bryant. Joy Bryant.
0: Winner. All right. Well, we're gonna put get rich or trying to one side because, That's horrible. <laughs> Other films 50 Cent has been in. I don't know if any of you saw Dead Man Running. With Danny Dyer? With 50 Cent, Danny Dyer and Tami Hassan. Yeah, I love it. And Ashley Waters. Yeah, I
2: absolutely love it. <laughs> a lot the, here, acting, the acting in, it, the acting in it is fucking awful. But it's just great for some reason.
0: This is like one of those ones where...
2: It's also in the worst film that Pacino and De Niro have ever, both collectively... <laughs> Mm, No, actually, no. Pacino was in Jack and Jill. One of the worst (laughs) films collectively they've ever done. And I remember being so excited to watch it. It's just not good.
0: I think Den of Thieves is, is the best use of 50 Cent in a film. I think they let his star power carry the character while leaving it as understated. They don't have him flexing in the same way they usually do. They don't have him really having to do too much. And then the few things he does do are great. The scene where it's kind of the bad boys paying a bit of respect there or whatever or whatever way you want to do it. I mean, it's not really or original thing. That scene's great with his daughter's prom date. But I, th- I think the best thing he does in this is just before the shootout that we referenced, he says... He almost just sighs and says, Give me the vest, and then gets out of the car, and then they just start popping off. But I don't think you want 50 Cent as your leading guy in your film. I think we'll give him a role like this, and I think it's perfect.
2: I really can't comment on this because you've told me to leave my opinions to the side.
0: Uh, I mean, I've told you, Get Richard Tartrion is a dead film. I mean, I <laughs> you were dead don't think that was a, I didn't think that was a debate. Get Richard oh, Tartrion stinks. You're a dead
2: bloke. Don't always want to do with that information. But the only other film I like him in, he plays a lead role in, so it's hard for me to then say, no, no, you need him as a need him as a side character.
0: The dead man on the end of this telephone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just referenced the one from 50 Cent there. You've got some great lines in this film. Maybe the coolest one from Gerald Butler when he says, you're not the bad guys, we are. Mm. Looks him dead down right at the end of the opening scene when he says we're we're cop killers now and there's that kind of acceptance that anything can happen from this point forward because they've kind of accepted there's no worse they can do Sorry, do you think um, when when he says when he says we're cop killers now at the end of the opening Mm. scene and then there's kind of an acceptance within that now anything could happen because there's no worse they feel they could do. So, you know, from this point forward in the film, these guys, they can run wild. If we talk about the heist itself before we do some of the categories and go on to the next film. Um, mm. What do you think of it? Would you rather it be a more glamorous kind of heist? No. Do you like oh, the way no, the no. heist is? Do you like the way the heist is presented? The rest of the film, and I don't have a better
2: way of phrasing this, but the rest of the film is like down and dirty. So if they, if it
0: suddenly became a slick, a slick heist, that's just not who these guys are. No. So when you go through a heist, usually you get either a very, you get Ocean's Eleven. Kind of ter- so you get, oh, yeah.
2: you get Ocean's Eleven. You get Ocean's Eleven, or you get. This was actually a, a better, a, the best one is you get Ocean's Eleven, or you get Hello High Water. Not to jump on, but no. In terms of yeah, st- yeah. in terms of in terms of size scale and and tech,
0: you get well, high and you get low. You get the cliche one usually, don't you? Where it's like, right, we crack open the door here, and the camera will kind of follow. This is where right, we go but... first. Look, you guy A, you do this. You're going to be on this door. It's time hits this. You're going to do that. And then you go back round and there's the guy kind of around the table, pointing to everyone and telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. This, for a fairly complex plot, the the basics of it does take some explaining. I think they do it well enough where they give you the basis. There are some plot holes that they can get around, but they don't really care about that. And then they just let the speak for itself when they get there. They don't need to give you the technicals. Oh, I think it's better that way. I agree. I do. Th-
2: I do think it's much better that way. Um, but it would just be odd if they suddenly started ripping into like, oh, Jackson's tapping into cameras and like and shit. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're trying to they're trying to bust vaults. It's it. they it's you're it's set up from <clears throat> from the start. That's just not who they are.
1: It's a good mix, isn't it? Because it's not. I said it's not. It's not the the hella high water type of heist but you've got a bit of you know technicality there but also it's not too too overly techy. I, I do I do like that it, it builds the tension as well doesn't it when he's in when Donnie's doing the delivery and then when he's stuck yeah. in the door and then like where he's going to get out and stuff and then yeah. Just like to help Sean that with this there are things
0: that you could point out and say okay that wouldn't work why would this happen? On the other hand, they do some things that you perhaps don't usually see in other heist films. In Just something like uh, dropping the cash in the sink to make the die pack go off. You don't usually see that happen. Things like just putting the cash in the microwave and just these little things like that where they give you some sense of realism and then alongside that, they can perhaps then get away with more because you're not going to question it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The die packs always make me think. It's actually, they it just made me think of Hello High Water again. Loose cast, loose cast. Oh, or the end of um, 30
0: Minutes or Less, the die pack. Mm. <laughs>
2: I, want, I, I want to know. Yeah. I, I want to know, but I don't be the one to test it. I have a bundle of cash that's got a die pack in it. How many notes can I peel off before it goes? Is it one? Because only, I've only ever obviously seen films and they always split, they always like basically split it down the middle and it's bang. So can I... Is it like can I like pick them off and see well, how far I get, or is it just as soon as it you you, you move it, it's gone? I'm I mean, actually is, I'm not even being
0: sarcastic. I'm genuinely just curious. This is why we need that like Newcastle level Saudi investment so we can just test these kind of things. Yeah, like, like it's, always in a, it's, in, where... it's always
2: got like a paper band or an elastic band around it, right?
3: So
2: yeah. If I cut if I cut that band, drop the money to the floor. Maybe not drop, because I don't know how you do it, but yeah, if I, I get let right it with. slide off, does the die pack go and ruin what's underneath or on top? Yeah. I'm just genuinely interested. I'm not going to rob a bank to find out. I mean, But these are the questions that we need answered. Yeah, I am genuinely just want to know, because like, you always see it in the film, like 30 minutes or less, because if I've got pure cash and I know uh, I can get hundreds, for example, I've robbed six million. I know it's in stacks of stacks of twenty twenty by 100 since two thousand dollars stacks or whatever, ten thousand dollars stacks. It's called it. yeah. What it normally, seems to be fifty thousand. It's called it $50,000 free. So I've got what times two times four. I've got eighty of them. But if I know I can peel off like ten grand out of each, and you know, I'm only actually getting eight hundred k, but I know I can get that safely,
0: then you, you 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 adjust. I think you get some examples of it in this film, and I think. Perhaps I've never seen it done better than in the first season of Prison Break, but I'm just a a sucker for any of these where you've got one sequence where a guy is pacing back and then on the other hand, you've got someone working quickly, trying not to be discovered doing, in this case, swapping over the money in Prison Break's case, getting back to your cell. Any one of those sequences, I'm all in every time. One of them that makes you sit up Maybe he's going to give you sweaty palms if you're in the cinema. If you're completely buying in, just these kind of things that just make a heist movie. They almost, the almost caught cool it. Yeah, it's always there, much. it's there in everyone, and it's all almost caught. Cool. Yeah, it's 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 brilliant, and uh, I think they do it really well in this. What do you think of the final scene? So the big reveal. It's hard for me to. It was a little, a little bit lost on
2: me this this time because I knew it was coming. And like it's my own fault because unlike the usual suspects that were spoiled for me, this I definitely spoiled myself because I woke up once and he's halfway
0: through explaining how he did it all. I'm like, oh, right, cool, cool. Okay, I've got a different question for you then. What do you think of O'Shea Jackson Jr.'s English accent that he decides to use at the end of the film? It's not the worst. Do you, I'm, do you know that's Michael Bisping? you know who that is? He's a fighter, isn't he? Yeah, so he, he's the first and only... English UFC champion.
2: Yeah, who has got one eye.
0: On yeah. yeah. Um, so that's him at the end of the film. And you also have uh, a guy who was way. champion. Yeah, a guy who was actually champion at the time in the UFC, and that's Max Holloway, who's throughout yeah. this film. He's he's one of the truck drivers. Um, mm-hmm. So, dare I say the first two Rex Ryan entrants of this bracket? Yeah, I'll take that. I, I, I can't. Very quick from yeah. memory, but I don't think we've had any others have. Actually, I was about to say that he's wrecked Ryan
2: famous minutes enough to have a Hall of Fame, so that's just the whole thing.
0: Well, we we let Sean. Yeah, it, and yeah. then we, uh, we we stuck with it.
2: I know it's in the, as days have gone, you've decided just to completely dump the, the Leslie man as well.
0: Um, well, <laughs> We never really tied it down, and then I thought it was good when we were just kind of firing the names out, but. When we were having full on debates about whether someone was ugly enough to make it into the hall of fame, I thought we were probably on sticky ground. Yeah, well, you made your decision. Um, I do, however, there was some controversy, wasn't there, about whether the basketball players involved in Uncut Gems qualified for Rex Ryan? Yeah, Kevin not. Yeah,
2: I, no, I recall he's, he's there being some...
0: He's in too many things to be honest. I, I, I recall there being some friction um, as to whether he should be in. I thought he should be in. Actually, what, well, the weekend's in? Okay, so the, he wasn't the first. The weekend definitely made. Oh, okay. The Hall of Fame. So, there we go. Not the first entrant of the season. Um, I noticed Sean has been muted during this whole discussion, so he's either having a piss having a shit or getting some food. He's eating his tea. Look at the time. Any one of them disrespectful I'd say. But um he's unmuted. So he's unmuted gonna silent because he's eating.
1: Uh, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry, I was on the well, phone.
0: On the on the phone? Yeah. I hope it was important.
1: It was, it was important. It
0: was human, I don't know what could have been more important. Do you? The
2: length
1: <laughs> it better not again. <laughs> well, he's suspiciously quiet and no denial. So I'm just well, well I i missed what you said, Keenan. Oh, he said it was fair. your Lincoln boroughs My link, oh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. There's so a booking. Of amazing, on the pod. I made the accidental, yeah. What, what sorry, what did you say when I came back though? We were talking about Rex Ryan, oh, uh, for Max Holloway. How long was
0: he giving on for, Keenan? Honestly, I just. We were just boring. discussing whether we'd had any other entrance during the whole of the season. We talked about the controversy as to whether Kevin Garnett made the Rex Ryan.
2: <laughs> and we were discussing. Well, yeah,
1: Kevin, going yeah, in that. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah it's, I wasn't here when I was on the call. I wasn't here, so I didn't hear anything that you said when I went. My well, I know, oh, it
0: was That's the, phone the for. Part. <laughs> um, what was the call
1: about? Call for? A call was about a booking, so I made a booking to go somewhere, but we've accidentally booked the wrong day, and I had to pay for it. So then the restaurant called me back up to change it.
2: What restaurant are you going to? Yeah,
1: where are you going? Well, darts called cool. you actually, like well, not a restaurant, a bar. Sorry, it's called Darts Club in Clapham.
0: Okay, That's not very fancy. Is this place you have to book into.
1: You got to book everywhere in London. You having the Larange again? Not again. Not after gotcha. the uh, not after the Poma.
0: It's not a dish I like to be honest. I'm very Sean likes it to be honest.
1: Yeah, but yeah, right. Kevin Kevin Garnett shouldn't have been in it, and it was good that he didn't get in.
0: Well the weekend did, so the question was whether these were the first Rex Ryan entrants of the season and they aren't. Uh. So there you go. Uh.
1: Um
0: for those that did like the film, they'll be happy. For those that didn't, um they won't have to watch. Den of Thieves two starts filming next month.
2: It's going to be based
0: in London. Going to be based in London. Um, so all that's come out so far, Gerard Butler did an interview at the end of last year, and he said, we're supposed to shoot early next year. We're Europe bound. We're still on the hunt for Donny, who's now on the Diamond District in Marseille. I go over to hunt him down, but with different intentions than you might imagine. So we're going to be in Marseille, the Alps and London. It's definitely a more glamorous journey than the last one and probably a more fun, sexy journey. Sounds to me they're changing the entire tone of this film. Mm. This is going to be. This will be a bit more fast and furious after. think
1: that's a that's a good show I like just that. Just seen the just seen the cast as well, and um Fifty Cent is in it. Well, I, I imagine there'll be a callback to. Okay,
0: to be movie fair, movie he
1: wasn't. wasn't they he they kind of left. Well, I know they did show him dying, didn't they?
0: Yeah, 50 Fifty Cent oh, yeah. is also he's, he's the executive producer on this. Yeah, so. I was just going to say
1: it'll he, be he'll, they'll get him in for a day. But then he's he's I mean, if you watch Power as well, which I don't think Byron has, but he he I is in the first of, season didn't like it. He is fond of dying and then coming back, so that <laughs> won't be out of the out of the realms of possibility.
0: I saw um, an interview with a director, and he basically said the idea was going to be um, that. Nick is coming over to hunt down Donnie while there's also someone else trying to hunt down Nick and there's gonna be some kind of crossover there, so it'll be interesting.
2: It's all if he's in like I realise this film doesn't exactly stay within the realms of reality, but if he's an American copper in France, what's he gonna <laughs> do?
0: Well my thought would be that the end of the first film is that he's annoyed he's being played and yeah. it's no longer about the law and it's going to be about he just wants to take him down. And I guess yeah. that works because of the quote he has in the start where he says, we're not the type to handcuff you, we're the type to kill you.
2: Mm. No, I get I get that part and that's, but I mean, that's what I mean. But, but he's basically, he has just thrown it all in because he's going to have to go and be, like, be buying illegal guns and shit. Yeah, because he's a co- he won't have, be able to carry a gun in France and stuff. Especially like in London and so on. So it's just like he's just going to go full vigilante, which is,
0: is weird. How shocked would you be if Jason Statham turned up at some point? Because this is essentially every film he's ever done, so I wouldn't rule it out.
2: Depends what budget they give him. I imagine Statham commands quite a, commands quite a lot of money these days.
0: So, I as the, the rest of these well. do as well. To be fair, that's fine.
2: what I'm saying. But if you want to throw that, like, you want to throw that in. That's another. That's another
0: big spend. I know um, why they're doing it, but Gerard Butler was asked about a sequel like immediately after this came out, before they really knew how well it was going to do. Mm. And I recall seeing a quote from him to paraphrase it, and he essentially said, "The issue with these is that you give a film like this." a budget of double the size and it's almost guaranteed to make it worse because you're taking away from what you had in the first film. Mm-hmm. So it's
2: almost like He knows what's fun. happening
0: but <laughs> also you can't turn down that that when, of cash.
2: Because they've gone, we've got double the budget so he said, well, I want double the money and then he's like, well,
0: what do I do? Can't say no. And that's he fair. said he just loves but, playing the characters so it makes sense that they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see
2: it. I don't... I think it'll be hard to replicate the first one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I really do. But, I mean, it'll probably be one of them where the film's not great. But this has got enough fans that it will just make money anyway. So it's like, oh, we, we managed
0: to do it. Ultimately, if he doesn't do this, he's playing the same character, just in a different kind of universe. So probably makes more sense to just get, to keep rolling with this one. Um at least it's not mm-hmm. like knives out where they've got like knives out five commissioned already before seeing how the second one does. So but I can't wait for the second one. No nor can I, but you get my point. No, um, no, no,
2: no, no, If we go on to... Too,
0: then Den of Thieves yeah, I, I would agree with you completely. If we go on to our second film then, Hell or High Water, the synopsis: A divorced father and his ex-con older brother resort to a desperate scheme in order to save their family's ranch in West Texas. Sean, what
1: do you think the critics thought of this? I think the critics thought it was a masterpiece.
2: Keenan, well, I think it will be real considering that it, all the Oscars it was nominated for. I'm sure it did quite well.
0: <laughs> all right. It's a neat inversion of the traditional Old West tale of robbers hitting up banks. In this one, the banks are the robbers. Unquestionably one of the best films of 2016, *Hello, High Water benefits greatly from an ensemble cast that acts like an ensemble cast. I know you like a good ensemble cast, Keenan. Do. Unlike earlier entries in the genre, the movie blurs the line between good and bad and right and wrong. While it's completely entertaining, it's that added layer that makes hello high water completely satisfying. Saddle up that pony partner and let's hit the multiplex. Hello high water is the modern western we've been waiting for i I hate everything about that review. <laughs> yeah so I shouldn't tell you to saddle up ever. Please don't know. What about calling you partner? um less offensive, but still not great if I tell you the review, it's spelt with a D as partner. But I just didn't go all in. That's, yeah, that was, no, no, no. thank you. I take it back. And finally, from a distance, it's an unassuming work. But as with any great art, the more you look at it, the more you'll find to love about it. The first thing I wanted to reference here, and the second review there says, unquestionably one of the best films of 2016. And... I Imagine thought it was worth. We speak. Cons- yeah, for well, this is. I think I thought it was worth considering the other films that came out around this one, and it might help to explain why it was so well received because it's a great film. Um, I texted you this morning. I don't have all your thoughts on it, but I know you enjoyed it as a bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And for as good as the film was, I thought it was rare that it stood out as much as it did until you look at the other top ten films that came out at the same time so Captain America Civil War La La Land Deadpool, Batman vs Superman Finding Dory, Fantastic Beasts Jungle Book and Sausage Party were the biggest films of the year. Disney had 4 billion dollar films and one that fell about 30k short Yeah
2: Jungle Book did fall about 30k
0: short Yeah I don't want to gloss over the whole conversation but when we did um, Infinity Walking and you spoke a little about the kind of films and i'm gonna butcher what you're saying here so i'm sorry the films that I are made people. simply to make money if i've have i explained essentially what your point was no okay so the films that you felt were formulaic and well you said they just fit a fit a criteria.
2: To to just, just generate I, mean, I never, I never accuse them of just being made for made for money. They are, but it was accusing them. I think this, this is this is is this the year? This might be the this might be the year. Maybe twenty fourteen. It does become a thing. I mean, Captain, look at number one, one and two. Look at that top ten. There are five superhero films in it. And I've Civil no War was them. the first
0: one where we got Spider-Man and Black Panther together. In all of these. Yeah,
2: and my like as I said at the time, and I maintained my issue with it is is that it takes away, it do, it does leave less room. Like in ten years' time, will you get a film like Hello High Water* made? it's A great film. It looks beautiful. It's shot really well. Everything about it's great. It's a good storyline. Um, it's thoroughly enjoyable. But do people want to? Now we're we're five years out. We're six years, almost six years out from when this is released, right? Yeah. Do you think? People take risks on films like that, now. I
1: don't know.
2: I don't. Yeah, I, don't well, they,
1: I don't think they always do. I,
2: I think they might on. They might on bigger ones.
0: I think they do. I think we just see less of them.
2: That's the exact. That's the exact same. They, it, people people like, are still taking the, same the same risk.
1: Is... Marvel you... killed cinema, didn't they? They did. No, they definitely didn't kill cinema. I
2: but think they. They didn't. They. In, in actuality, as a, as a as an art form, they they they've done less to help it than people would like to believe.
0: But they also, I mean, it was trending this way regardless. If you take Marvel out of that, you've still got Disney rehashing the same films that they made twenty years earlier. You've still got Batman vs Superman, which is trying to achieve. If you take Marvel out the amount civil take Marvel out
2: of it. Disney owns Marvel now, so. That, um, that, I are,
0: thought we equivalency, so well, they well, are in still... the
2: same. Fantastic Beasts is a similar thing.
1: It's... Batman
2: versus Superman was uh, wasn't made by was made by Fox, right? Fantastic no,
1: so Beasts by... is Disney as well, isn't it? Yeah. Try It's Brothers, not one you it. would consider a Disney Superman. film if we're going down that kind of.
2: But it's still made by Disney. Is our is is my point? Is my is my whole point? <laughs> As is who told so, me,
1: sorry, which I didn't realize. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, t- TV is the same as well, though, isn't it? Like, there's it's just constant remakes and rehashes of the same. Deadpool stuff. made by Fox, who has uh, now been flogged to Um oh, To to loop
0: all the way back around. Do you <laughs> think this film stands out more because of what it was surrounded with? Do you think this was a palate cleanser for a lot of people?
2: Possibly, very possibly. I. Uh, yeah it might might well have been but i th- i that's probably an indict that's probably it, it is an indictment of exactly what I'm saying mate. it is and it's just a strange um it's just it's just strange i, I do I don't know if films like this as many films of this get made now that is is sad in itself
0: i can remember there being excitement around this coming out because this was a time and i don't know how many people this this will mean a lot too but this was a time when a lot of us had cinema cards when we left sit form or oh, were in sit form there was a large group of us that had the cinema cards in but at the same time it was tough. yeah maybe even have 22 <laughs> i'm saying we left school and we got them
2: you still have them, more, just a weird yeah. weird thing to say. It's like we had we 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 had started and finished working together by 2016.
0: Yeah, it was a bit bleak when you say like that. I mean the point doesn't really matter in that grand scheme. Essentially I was just saying, I was just trying to trying to fix your timeline. Essentially there was a there was a lot of us that had these cards, but at the same time it was hard to get a film where everyone went out for this. And excitement around hell or high water i think one, two, three, four, five, seven of us went out to go and see this at once they put this on as an early showing for anyone that had an limited card so that always added some appeal and i tweeted the night of got a really good feeling about this we came out and it gave me the same kind of feeling as when i saw lawless for the first time
1: I was thinking episode. about
0: Lawless, yeah. Well, we've got that next week, so you can keep thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I just remember it just feeling like something special, both before, during, you knew. You reach a certain point of a film where you almost just hope they stick the landing and nothing can go wrong by that point, and I felt like that during this. And I'm glad it's held up. I think this is the third time I've watched it back now. This was your first time seeing it, Keenan. From mm-hmm. A long way to just say that this met expectations, basically. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. With I said to Sean last week when he messaged you about it in the chat, perhaps there could be a bit too much pressure put on it. It's very hard to have to enjoy a film as much as you're being told you should, basically. Was yeah, this able yeah. to?
2: Um, the large
0: part of it. I'll take it as a whole. And when when you the when the film too. finished, did you feel that it had met the expectations you had going in? See, strangely, I actually didn't have a lot
2: of expectation for this. I was told it was gonna be good, but you I just don't take my film's time. opinions. You probably down <laughs> Dadgie, to be fair, Sean, you are pretty bang on. You you do bat very highly. Jeez. You weren't <laughs> the one going out to bat for dread. <laughs>
0: it <laughs> was a great film I mean uh, I'm, sure. I'm sure I lucky I let him back on the podcast after how he was on that podcast <laughs> um,
2: but no I did I actually really enjoyed it mate I did think he, I did think it's a good film Chris Pine Chris Pine I, I always feel like should be bigger than he is now,
0: can I challenge you I know he was I
2: know, he was in, I know he was in Star Trek
0: yes and so I wrote down while watching Chris Pine the guy I just wish we saw more of. Mm-hmm. And then you go to his IMDb, and is the issue not that he's just not doing the films we want to see him in? We want to see him doing more like this. But he's taken up the best part of the last 10 years doing Star Trek and Wonder Woman. Yeah, maybe. If Maybe. maybe, this, maybe, yeah, maybe. He shot all of his footage for this film, he shot in two and a half weeks because he had to get it done quick, because he had to be back on set to shoot the next Star Trek film. He was given two and a half weeks. He was so passionate about doing this film that he just said they just had to make it work. He didn't want to pass up on it. And so the way they shot this is, they'd obviously shot some of the other scenes um, that weren't involved in him. They bring him on and they shoot every scene that he did in order because they wanted him, if he was going to be cramming it in that way, they wanted his energy to kind of peter in the right way. Like, he should be far more exhausted and run down by the end of this film. And I do think it works really well, because for a start, he's just a great actor, so he looks more and more exasperated as the film goes on, but I'd imagine the level of pressure contributes to this. He said it was a dream to work with Jeff Bridges. He said that's like the pinnacle, for him, that was like what he's dreamt of doing. This is the kind of guy that he wants to be sharing a scene with, and then he gets to do it and just knocks it out of the park. Mm.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe you are. Maybe your point is right, mate. No, just maybe it's bad choices then. But I just every time I see him in something, I think this, this he should be the guy, and it just baffles me that he's not.
0: As far as he would argue. I'm sure he would say he's made the best choices. He's been a part of two, several hundred million dollar films. It's, I guess, on on our basis, we'd rather see him in something like this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm
2: sure as long as he's sort of happy with the choices he made, but I don't know, I just think it's
0: not no, it's only just when you said it, I I felt the same thing, and then I went to look, and it's like this guy has been right under our noses. He's just been, perhaps we've been looking the other way. But That still, that just shouldn't be the case for me. He shouldn't be, but it's not like he's not been busy. Is basically, uh,
2: I don't want to watch him in fucking. Oh
0: no, Zed for Zachariah or into the. World. No, no, nor do I. But you know I mean, I guess it's it's on it's on him and what what he wants to be doing because, yeah, just to say, and I'm not even going to click on. What uh, the role he has, or the budget, or anything? He's just done the Dungeons and Dragons film, which is in post production at the moment. This must be the kind of thing he has a passion for. No, I, I think they've paid
2: him an awful lot of money for that one, mate. Yeah,
0: didn't take. I didn't take down the entire quote, but there was a piece in Rolling Stone where he basically explains why he wanted to make this film in light of the other films that he does make um did you know um, sorry to
2: interrupt um yeah him and the guy that him and the other guy in this do you know they're getting back together to make a new film
0: i didn't but do you do you know who it is because we've done another one of his films in the bracket already who ben foster yeah he's on hostage i know to but no that's weird so do you mean that he teamed up with, with the director of ben Foster? Uh, no, him and Ben Foster are in a... Okay. ...should come out this year. It's in post-production. Um, he explained his kind of inspiration for the character, and he credits this entirely to a documentary he watched on Colorado Cowboys as being what kind of unlocked everything for him. He said, there was one cowboy who was telling a story about a dead body of his. Every time he started to cry, he swallowed hard, like he was trying to force his sorrow down. I thought that's my guy and that was all I needed to get into character. Mm, fair enough. And then he spoke about and there's a scene in the film, if I can explain this properly, where they're kind of on the porch on their ranch or whatever their are say their patch of land. Um, mm. And he says, the image he had in his head was if one brother sat down and the other one stood up leaning on a pillar looking out as to everything they owned and kind of asking themselves is it enough is this worth it all of these questions and he said just that one shot he had in his head and it makes it into the trailer it's about the 48 second 48 second mark of the trailer if you want to see the exact shot that he's referring to but for someone while we're speaking about these other films he does it looks like he's a guy who is really into the art of filmmaking and the kind of things that that thing I told you about the documentary—if I'd credited that to De Niro with some of the films we've done and some of the stories we've heard—that would fit right in. You perhaps wouldn't credit that to Chris Pine when you talk about the Star Treks and the Wonder Womans and that kind of thing, but he honestly, is that type of guy?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm not. I'm not knocking I just like every time I see
0: him, something he's great
3: enough.
2: I yeah. think you. How are you not? Leonardo, how are you not Leo? <laughs> or th- I'd like number two to Leo, what sort of thing. Oh, you not a Damon? How
0: I think he sees himself as a Ryan Reynolds guy. I think he sees him as a guy that conflict between doing those type of things when he probably he is a right who have to be yes, special that. to um, Ryan Reynolds, but probably doesn't have the same I think you can do the series Charisma. better
2: than Ryan Reynolds can, but Ryan Reynolds can is probably, as you average it out, the average
0: score is probably higher. Yeah. I mean, the, the type of films Chris Pine was doing before he got into Star Trek, etc., was like, this means war with Bruce Witherspoon. Great film. Great film. I know, I know shoots are fun. Yeah, big fun. I saw, I saw that cinema, actually. <laughs> um, one way they usually, the end of the story is, the woman decides that she doesn't want either of them and the two guys then they're their friends at the end and that's how they tail off <laughs> it's quite rare in that one that no she quite literally does pick a favorite and close mm-hmm. the other one um was interesting at the time there's a tv series being made a series adaption of the film hello high water and it's in the work at fox um so in the series version, when a ruthless oil tycoon attempts to plunder a West Texas ranching community, two local brothers dodge a zealous Texas Ranger and fight to keep what's theirs, one bank robbery at a time, come hell or high water. Um, Jessica Mecklenburg is writing and executive producing and she did Stranger Things and Dope Sick, which I've not watched, but I'm just, is being raved about at the moment. Um, and the director of this film is also expected to return, so it looks like there's going to be some involvement with those that have put the film together. Okay. Could you see this as a slow-burning Netflix job? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's how, probably the way it goes. How tough do you think that is to not just make it, okay, here goes another heist, and keep that entertaining over a series of episodes. I oh, you think it has to be fast paced. Oh, really? Yeah. No, not for you? What do you think? In my head, it's the opposite. In my head, they're building the character, they're showing, okay, these are two guys, they're going to do this and that, and I think they probably don't rob a bank until like episode four. Okay. I probably would enjoy your version more. I just, this is how I see it going from the way that the film goes.
2: Yeah um i, I mean like obviously I'll, i could be wrong but that's just sort of, that's how i envision it um being being played but also that's how I want it to be played i i think you probably are right it will be two episodes of there being something wrong um and it will go will sort of go it will it, there'll be a slow build up and then they'll make the decision at the end of the third episode or something um yeah. and then that's when they'll that that's when it will move up, move on. But I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, I, I'm not a great, I'm not a great lover of it. But I wouldn't say, even necessarily say no if it started with them robbing the bank, yeah, and then ro- rolling it back. I think you need to cap with with this. You need to capture from from the off, sort of thing.
0: Yeah. So something that both of these films have in common that we're doing today is. Um... The idea is that you don't really know who the good guys are and who the bad guys are in this situation um you're supposed to be really well at the same time i think the bad guys in this as the critic kind of spouted is the bank and those that did the loan because at the same time you're not rooting for the ranger but at the same time he is supposed to be trying to take down The guys that are going around holding people at gunpoint are robbing banks. Um, In the first film, uh, in Den of Thieves, you've got one set of guys that are trying to rob banks and come come away with 30 million. And on the other hand, you've got a set of guys who are corrupt cops, corrupt their, their killers, basically disguised as policemen. They're going about things the wrong way and both directors have said as such that it's not fun to make because it's very obvious this guy's good, this guy's evil. Because Jeff Bridges isn't supposed to be evil in this, is he? No, no I don't think he is, in the slightest. So that's why, I mean, in this you've got the guys you're rooting for, but are they necessarily the good guys?
2: No, absolutely not.
0: That
2: was my old so point. That's the kind point. Of, that was for me why it's clear. They aren't. It's whatever you want to look at it, and I'm, you take the take the Robin Hood approach if you wish, but ultimately I'm, I'm, they aren't they aren't good people. The guy you get the, the two
0: so who I thought who you was I thought you were saying it's easy to say these are good guys, these are bad guys.
1: I thought but you were no, saying no, it's no. clear
0: in that sense um, to differentiate. Sorry. No, I mean if you look at the people who look
2: at the people who actually die in this film, that if yeah. you want to take the bank as the but as the bad guys. Look at the people who die in this film. The Geezer is a security guard doing his job. He's trying to protect the bank that he works in being robbed. A civilian yeah. trying to protect other civilians. A Texas Ranger. Uh, Ranger, yeah. by the way. The Rangers have done... They they do nothing wrong. Jeff Bridges apparently uh, takes out... He takes out Ben Foster. The same Ben Foster who's just shot his partner. just shot his partner yeah. whilst they're seven inches apart. And has killed a copper. Like, that... Who, and it's not... As though you're ever seen. It's not not like Big Nick where you can see he's obviously on the fiddle. These these guys are are played as, as upstanding as upstanding police officers. To the point that one of them, was probably a bit of a dick move, but not illegal, not corrupt. But even he even whips the wait- waitress's tips away because they paid in cash for evidence to see
0: if it can be traced to the bank. So, how in terms of this, how did sorry. how did you feel in the scene when Tanner gets shot? So when the brother. Oh, I... So I think that's designed to almost confuse you. Like, how should I feel in this moment? I mean, if it was, it failed somewhat. But What makes you say? Well, so you're rooting for these guys the whole way through. Again, I, I can't say I was. OK, well, Sean, <laughs> you, you're, you're rooting for Chris Pine
1: and Ben Foster to get the money and get away with it, are you not? I think... Yeah, I think there's a point in the film where it changes where it shifts and you, you So you're solely rooting for Chris Pine. Rooting for them. I mean mainly, yeah. But no, no, I I think both of them still. Um but yeah, I think at, at the start you're like, Oh, they're gonna get caught eventually. And then when you start to see them actually going into the bank and then paying it off and uh, that's when you start rooting for them more. So So yeah, so I mean so when the brother is killed, you see
0: yeah. him. He's killed two people, at three people at this point and attempted to kill several others while on the top of the hill. When he yeah. is then shot by Hamilton, the Texas Ranger, how are you feeling at the time? Because you're almost not celebrating for the Ranger. You're not cheering that the brother's being killed. But then what, are you also sad that he's been killed how are you feeling in that in that
1: moment yeah i don't know um yeah maybe maybe i get what you mean maybe it's a bit confusing because you aren't necessarily because you're almost kind of sad that girl has been shot but then you can't kind of just accept you it want... don't you? <laughs> yeah you can't, yeah it's kind of just a, an acceptance i mean because you obviously Very know you know he's it. gonna die you yeah. he know he's gonna die from when he, he leaves um Obviously, he leaves Toby, you know, that's what he's going to do. He's distracted them, and you know, realistically, he knows he's not going to come out of that. So, I think you've kind of already, I guess, mentally accepted it. So, I think the way they play
0: it with um, Jeff Bridges' character, and I don't know how it was scripted in terms of the reaction, but the way he kind of celebrates at first, and then it's like, and you see this in sport, like when, it, when the final whistle goes in like a big final, and it's like, they knew at 3-0 down they were going to lose but the tears don't start flowing until the final whistle goes and you kind of have to accept it at that point and at that point then when he's avenged his partner he shot the guy that did it, he's been able to do it personally but he then has to accept what his partner's last day on the job and he's been killed and he kind of all of, all of a sudden sinks in then, doesn't it? He takes a second, and he starts, just, just has to keep himself to himself. I thought that's really well done. Yeah, for sure. The different heists, if you compare the two films, and I think it's quite easy to do when, because they're kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Is part of the appeal of this film in particular that it is somewhat, Relatable, and I'll expand before you maybe shout me down on that. That everyone has well, for a fairly unanimous opinion of kind of the morality of banks and the loans that they dish out, and all of these kind of things. But also, when you look at Den of Thieves, I don't see myself as being able to scramble through the vents, would be difficult enough, but making my way through the six security guards and getting the 30 million out of the barrels and this and that the way they do it in this, having a gun, walking into a bank, give me the unmarked bills. That feels like something you could do. And I've asterisked the could there <laughs> in the way that you don't look at it in den of thieves, but this doesn't feel like something unachievable if this is what a position you had to be in or, or, or whatever. So I think it's easier mm. to relate to this film in particular, even if you aren't planning to go across Texas
1: from in 30-plus banks. Yeah. Yeah, you have the, you know, whether obviously you wouldn't mentally be able to do it, but physically it's in your capabilities to walk into a bank with a gun and ask for the money. Palaclava on. Give me the yeah. money. Get out of there. I've got to
0: say, the, the way the police cars stop looking is very much like GTA. Like, if once you've got out of that little zone of the police cars, just everyone just forgets about this and they just stop looking. <laughs> yeah. Um, but even, even still, the fact they set it in this feels very small world, doesn't it? If you compare to what you said, how you imagine Den of Thieves 2 is going to be, Keenan. Is very much i mean if, even if we uh stick with gta it's very much one corner of the map compared to the whole free world roaming here this works because it's so isolated yeah oh yeah and it makes it it
2: also the other point about it being isolated is and i don't mean to be disrespectful but it is definitely what they play for but it's also rural and remote areas and you can draw your Conclusions to my point from that, but that's also why it works.
0: Yeah. Like you One don't. Review, it, sorry. One review called it a modernized western.
3: Hmm.
2: And it, it is in it is in many ways. Um. Very much some of the John some of the John Wayne films, The Ranger, Walking It, Coming Into Town. Yeah. Um. And
0: it's sort of what you get with the sheriff's. It's just a slightly revamped way of doing it isn't it it's a lot mm. more low-key you don't have the guy that's the hero who's gunslinging and if anything your your hero if you were to pick one in this film is jeff bridges raises a weapon but never fires it oh no the jeff bridges man you think what well, do you think jeff bridges is the hero of the movie morally what does he do what did he do wrong look I, i'm so not so gonna gonna a hero
2: no no i'll just say morally what does he do wrong so, Chris mine there are, ethically, yes, fine, I, you can argue that it's done for the right reason, heart's in the right place, but ultimately is an accessory accessory to three murders, three, three, three murders, and Rob's 40 grand terrorises numerous innocents. Jeff Bridges, morally, from a moral and ethical standpoint, actually just doesn't do anything wrong. Only person Absolutely. he shoots is a guy who sat trying to take out, who's just shot his partner.
0: Sean, if... If back in 2016, you stood outside the Sydney World in Gloucester Keys, and you canvassed people as to who the hero was of *Hell or High Water*, what do you think the consensus is? Do you think it's Chris Pine? Do you think it's Jeff Bridges? Do you think uh, you could say someone else? What
1: I do think, you think the consensus is? I think Especially the majority like of people say Toby Chris Pine. Yeah, you'd get a lot Funny. that would obviously say that would say Jeff Bridges as well. I think, but. I think Toby
2: is the one that most hero isn't. Hero isn't the word you want. Then this is the point you're trying to make.
0: Hero I'm isn't the word you want. I'm in that most films you have a hero of the film. In that it's not necessarily a hero, but you Rocky is the hero. You have a protagonist,
2: but you can't. You can't can't refer to him as a hero of anything. They'd be anti
0: hero so, I, mean, really, I think. I think Chris Pine is presented to be a hero in this.
1: I mean, I don't know if. If, if we it's take it to be the better Keenan's, side of a coin the, if we take Eden's literal approach, then uh, probably none of them are really heroes. I mean yeah. he, Jeff Bridges, I mean he alright, he he kills Ben Foster, he kills Tanner, obviously, but then he doesn't actually obviously he doesn't end up killing Toby because he's got no evidence that it was him that did it. He doesn't get the money back.
2: Doesn't yeah, again they would be presented as anti heroes. I don't think hero is the word you want for the point you're trying to make. I don't think Chris Pine is presented as a hero presented as better but that really is relative
0: I think any film where the character is at least Do down
2: a same question do you think Ben Affleck is presented as the hero in the town it's the same principle they're slightly different they have slightly different um, wants or slightly different motivations behind but they are essentially see I, I would I would actually I would actually say yes that is Genuinely alien to me.
0: Well, I saying I guess we're presenting I don't like the
2: characters. Um, I'm being far more general than I would say. But hero, but even any any like loose connection of the word. Uh, that's my that's my my takeaway. And I'm not saying I don't like the character. I'm not saying he's not necessarily presented as the better side of it. He is probably presented as, and I do use the word loosely, but the good the good guy. I don't, I, I don't think that does probably always just
0: translates to a hero. It's probably just my phrasing I mean I'm, I'm looking at my wall of the films on there I would say Jack Black is the hero of School of Rock I would say Travis Bickle is the hero of Taxi Driver. I would say Carlito is the hero of Carlito's Way so none yeah. of those are heroes mate they are the
2: protagonist the yeah. of their film or in Travis Bickle's case certainly the antagonist but
0: I wouldn't necessarily describe
2: him. Neil McCallie there's there's a hero in
0: Heat. He's like Pacino's character. That's that Hannah
2: oh, no, I would. I would say Pacino's the hero of Heat. Plays the same. Plays the same role Jeff Bridges does in this film. Plays the. Oh, one yeah, one that's
0: one. that's my my whole basis for the question is in terms of how the characters are presented. Hmm.
2: But no, I I can't. Yeah,
0: that's fine. I just that's a strange answer to me. Um, I think I've given you the few other bits of trivia for this film. So Toby offers his son a beer in the film. Uh, Texas is one of 10 states that allows underage minors to consume alcohol in specific locations, such as the privacy of the home or in the presence of consenting and supervising family members. So uh, the one message that the son does take from this is, you told me not to be like you, so I won't have a drink. Whether he goes out Robin banks remains to be seen. Um, probably won't, Chris me Pine.
1: Sorry?
2: probably won't need to come the end of the film. No. Um,
0: Chris Pine, who plays the younger brother, is actually two months older than Ben Foster. Just look, it, a lot younger. If you were to compare the paper rounds, you'd say <laughs> Ben <laughs> Foster had the
2: tougher one. Ben Foster was certainly travelling a bit more, I feel. He's a bit
0: dumber than my paper round. Um, so, the movie features three big name actors and testing well with audiences. However, the film did not receive a wide release in the theatres or major publicity because advertisers didn't want to be associated with a film promoting retribution against financial institutions who feed off the working. Um, it eventually does get a wider release, but it opened very small when this first came out. I guess that's the reasons. But once the film takes on a life of its own, <laughs> they don't really have a choice, but to so uh, capitalise, I guess. If we go through the heists, and if I ask you, in comparison, which film has the best heist scene? Uh, Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. And which one? The last one. Yeah, the,
1: the big last one. I think one of my favourite parts of that scene is is when, especially first time watching, is when they go into the um, they go into, like, the, the first bank and then obviously realise they're not there and they've gone through the tunnel. I actually think the
0: first heist scene in Den of Thieves might be better than the actual heist.
1: What, the, very, the opening scene? Yeah, where they take the
0: Harvard uh, truck. Okay. I prefer elements of the final heist, including, <laughs> I mean, I've said about the tattoo. One of the things that also is the most questionable in the entire film. The one woman is entirely satisfied with that takeaway that's just been sitting in that event. I know the one woman is uh, is, is angry about it and chases him down. The other is confused as to why she's kicking up a fist.
1: When she says, like, um, stop him as well, as if he's, like, commi- I mean, obviously he has committed a crime, but <laughs> you know that. But like... <laughs> yeah. The way she says it. The point is
0: then you think she's about to get flagged for that and then they jump out the car at him. It's very well done though, the heist scenes in this where you get the gradual increase in the stakes. Um, the first one where they're far shakier. Um, the woman just kind of being chucked on the floor at first. Mm. Maybe that goes into how many kind of bank robberies they have in that area that she initially tries to resist giving up the cash
3: mm.
0: but doesn't hesitate to resist in giving up the exact time that her co is going to come into the office so I don't know how they go on and you've got the second one with the graduate increase not sure. where they start I'm, to I'm be not sure. to reckless
2: that first, that first one also he really should clock the fact that she's just on her knees in the middle of the bank a little bit sooner <laughs> yeah. than he does <laughs> well he comes in oh. and hesitates doesn't he like what? I mean, are you saying she can't just give a look? Maybe, maybe the same for me today. I don't know. Yeah, he, he walks in. And he's like, oh, you all right? What's wrong? And there's a gun to his head. I, I think know. in her shoes, um, she may be thinking... You, in your shoes, you, the, want him come, you want him to come in? You
0: I mean, don't want to out smoke on your own. <laughs> if it's taking her to give him a look, when she's on her hands and knees in the middle of the floor, like the guy's probably not reading the room anyway by that point, maybe.
2: But I mean, it's definitely too late by the
0: way they play the way it's played. Yeah, just hand over the cash, pretty pretty simple in that situation. As someone mm-hmm. that dealt with a heist when I worked in a supermarket, someone coming in to try and steal the cash, did you give it? While up? I was, um, I actually wasn't on the till, I was uh, facing up the beans and uh, stayed well out of it. The okay. then... guy, uh, guy was then taken, uh, dropped his uh, machete that he had with him into uh, one of the reduced baskets, and the, the police took him away. And then they made me go on till for the rest of the night because I was the only one that was not shaken up. Hmm. Yeah. Ice in my veins. How long, how long did that all last for? Um, we kind of had a warning at the start of the shift that this guy may come back around. He's tried one of the other supermarkets in the area.
3: Yeah,
0: um, and then it was just basically if you're on the till, you press the buttons underneath the till.
1: Um, uh, so and you've if it's got in that situation, you give them what what they ask for, basically. I was just um, going to ask if you have like silent alarms or anything like that. Uh, yeah, they. So the guy came in. It was pressed
0: before he'd even got to the till. He then queued up, which is interesting. Um, so he was all
1: the queue, man.
0: <laughs> queued up, um, got to the front, and then effectively, I don't know the exact words he said, but was trying to demand without making a scene of things. Mm. And then by the time that happened, uh, the police were in the store to come out and then as he was going down he tried to drop his knife um as he was going and uh, that was found yeah and i had to go on the till for the rest of the evening so it didn't work well for me terrible job to be fair yeah give me a story to oh. tell so oh, well, we all we were all winners <laughs> said on there before one of the other people that worked there ended up making a move on the bird that was behind the tilt. So uh, talk about catching someone at a vulnerable moment. <laughs> <laughs> Could never be me. Um, for the guys, so the fact they do end up getting away with this, they really have no right to. For a start, leaving the gun on the counter, I'm in full agreement with Tanner in that situation. That <laughs> Come on, this doesn't seem like rocket science. Film
2: says a lot about gun laws in America, by the way. every fucker in this gun's got every fucker in this film's got a gun
0: (laughs) obviously the best the best bit is um, they get in their brigade of 4x4s to chase this guy down who they've Mm. just seen shoot two people by the way then the fact that this guy dares return fire when he stops (laughs) they all immediately go whoa hang on a minute I didn't sign up for this. So I'm getting the hell out of here. But also this lad And then chase after him again. And he pulls out
2: and just rinches him. But, but this lad in, in in one car has a pistol, an automatic rifle and seemingly quite a lot of ammunition. He then drives away, pulls out a sniper rifle from the same car. <laughs> like <laughs> He wanted he to big in front of the in front of Jeff Bridges, didn't he? What like what 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 do you, what on earth do you mean? He just randomly he just put he's just putting guns out of everywhere. Right, like, most terrifying part of this film for me is who, I mean, the, who I mean, the fuck has a gun on him and who doesn't.
0: <laughs> I meant to say actually, um, Chris Pine was asked about the best experience he had while filming, and he said one night and he idolised Jeff Bridges anyway. As I have said, hmm. Jeff Bridges basically asks him if he wants to come into his trailer. For a sing for a song and dance basically he goes in jeff bridges has a guitar in there and he said they just spend hours in there singing along to his guitar while jeff bridges makes them white rushes.
3: <laughs>
0: and he said it is just everything I, I could ever have wanted he was like that just like nothing else needed to happen on this film like obviously i want the film to do well but I would have been happy because I had that experience. Yeah. I saw, Every, I everything I see. From, to be yeah. Like, we can swap um,
2: the white Russian out for something a bit better. Well, that's what I was about it's, to say. Do
0: dairy. But at the same time, just saying you're drinking white Russian sounds cool.
2: Mm, yeah, not not for me.
3: No,
0: they look um, horrendous, but... That milk, milk. Like... that milk is just doing me no favours. <laughs> oh, I know you don't like dairy, but... You do love cheesy pizzas.
2: <laughs> I've, to, I've stopped, mate. I haven't had a pizza in months. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the, the, experience, the experience the last time was just enough. Not only aftermath, but I, I was drunk whilst I was eating it. Didn't consider sure. the, pure, the straight out of the oven. I've actually laughed at I said that first bite was... I think I've told you this before, the first bite... No, well, I thought you were more. about to say
3: straight, straight out of the other end.
2: No, no, mate. The first bite... Sorry, the only topping on my first fight was the roof of my own mouth.
0: <laughs> I oh, lad, a lad I know um, found out he was lactose intolerant and just obviously just stopped eating all dairy until just someone he worked with told him one day that you can get these tablets that you effectively take before you're going to eat dairy, and it just prepares your stomach so your stomach can deal with it. Yeah. And he was like, I've never enjoyed pizza more because just having like three months with not having it, just made me know what I was missing and so from there on every time he has it it's like a blessing to be able to have this so oh, maybe you should look into it what oh, is that a real thing? I've been, I've yeah yeah that.
3: yeah
2: I it just a, settles It just settles your stomach about,
3: basically
2: uh, I haven't eaten a pizza in about four months which considering I used to eat one
0: like more than I ever should have it is something I just adore it it's just it, like, it's essentially it's just like lining your stomach so it just prepares your stomach for it and then you, you, it deals with it when, when you have it, and you shouldn't get a stomachache and you shouldn't get an upset
2: stomach. Do you know when, do you know when wedding crashes? Vince Warren says, Who cares? Good music, bad music. There's music in the air. It's like pizza. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> That's how I feel about pizza. Good pizza, bad pizza. It's, I just love pizza. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it's, it, honestly, it's a heartbreak whenever I think about it.
0: Yeah. Get yourself involved in there and so on. Okay, the fact that Chris Pine gets away with this in the end—you like the ending, dislike the ending. How do you feel?
2: Uh, I actually like. I actually like the ending. The conversation they have.
0: Good, isn't it? Good um, mm. scene for them. You like do you like the kind of ambiguous ending of this could be the end of these guys' relationship. This this could carry on. Yeah, I.
2: I there is an bit amb- ambiguity to it. I do yeah. also like. The, uh, I, I do also like the thought, I like the thought of them uh, them coming to it, them going back together, basically. Races are, if you need to, come and see me. I, I would like that. Yeah.
0: I also like the thought of that just sitting with Jeff Bridges. Like, he's retired, he's finished, but that just eats away, just that one thing. And then the way mm. it's played, obviously, where the same bank that exploited his mother is now effectively protecting him because it, there's no interest in them to try and pursue these things while they're raking in the money from the oil. Hmm. So it's, it's, it's very well done. Um, shall we go into the judges? He's, I know his brother's
2: dead, but that's basically Scott Free, him. He, for him. He
0: accepts that very easily. What the brother dying? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, actually, there is one. Well, there is one more thing. Um, if we could talk essentially about, there's three women that we really see Actually, four women. Okay. Got a question for about all of these. Okay. If we speak about the casino slash motel first, for one, how do you feel about that uh, woman partner her claws into? Uh, Chris Pine for his stack of chips. Doing her job. Has that ever happened to you when you're going to play, when you and Rose are going to play poker? Yeah, I was not. I no women hanging off your play. arm saying that's quite a stack of chips you've got there.
2: No, because that would never, ever be the case. <laughs>
0: <laughs> From now on, Sean, by the way, when we do play, I'm going to imagine that, that could happen to me with the stack of chips <laughs> that I'll be taking off you. Headphones are all over the shop. One keeps dying, and the other keeps dying. We're not going on here. Um may have to go on speaker in a second. Um, yeah, I might have the same problem. Yeah. Um, secondly, woman who works behind the register is charmed very easily. They're charming guys. Is what you am trying to tell me. I'm not, I'm not sure the brother's too charming.
2: <laughs> I mean, the, 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 like, the sexual assault in the motels, in the casinos, not fantastic.
0: But, uh, I'm not gonna lie, uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine is trying to have a good night's sleep after, by the way, the brothers scared off his piece. His piece of action. Well, mm. let's bring the receptionist upstairs and keep him up. Cheek of it. Chris Pine um, does a job.
2: Doesn't complain about it. Lets his
0: man get it, get involved. He does. Um, the woman who works in the uh, steakhouse mm. is men. How good's that steak gonna be? The fact they're still in business.
2: Yeah, very, 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 very. <laughs> very true. 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 Short as well. Don't, what the don't beans? you want? Honestly, are you, taking the beans? Or
0: are you taking the corn?
2: I don't want either, to be honest. <laughs> <Are you laughs>
0: taking either, the beans. You've got to I say think. which one you don't want. You're taking green beans. How'd you get, get with the corn, man. Oh no, no.
1: say so, so I don't yeah. want either. I'm still answering her question. I'm probably taking corn, on, corn on the cob i um, the way she's keen on. I think she's insisting you
0: have one. Oh, I I don't get eaten. So if you want to waste your time cooking, it's shut your. Yeah, but I, I, I don't think she's settling. She's she's gonna say just pick one. Oh, so I do
1: enjoy. I enjoy. She us. might be.
0: She might be the type to come back around and say, "Look, there's kids starving in the world. You eat
1: you eat them damn green beans." Keenan would be know. the Keenan would be the guy who in nineteen eighty seven tried to order the trout, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that would be no, him.
0: I don't do seafood, mate, so no so <laughs> Keenan's a bloke. So uh, they got that relationship. They're both just uh, no dairy involved, no, no butter no on way. the corn on the cob. What sort of you? Here?
3: <laughs>
0: oh, you're not having
2: either, so you, you won't be having it. Oh, I, I hate I hate <laughs> them both, but even I know both. People love to put
0: butter on it. Um, oh, the other woman's his wife, so uh, she gets she gets the uh, law dispensary in the end, effectively. Mm. Good guy. Anyway, let's get on to the judging, Keenan. I'm going to start with you today. Mm-hmm. Which film did you prefer?
2: Benefits mate.
0: Sean, which did you prefer? Hello, High Water. <laughs> What's going on with you? I'm trying trying to decide. I prefer Hello High Water. <laughs>
1: okay. Hello High Water. Yeah,
0: Keenan. Which do you think is more rewatchable? Uh, Hello High Water. Sean, which do you think is more rewatchable? Hello High Water. Should have gone to me first. I think Dead of Thieves is more rewatchable. I well, we create a bit more the suspense there. Yeah, I didn't think it felt particularly long to me, and I think this goes against this goes against your your rule that you yes, his rules uh, after he nigh no, he is... my
1: rules for MVP. Well, are you going to let Honestly, me explain? My my
0: rules are about how long the film feels. I don't think Dead of Thieves feels two hours 20. I don't think it feels two hours. It flew by for me.
2: Makes out to suit himself.
0: Also, maybe you want to go to Benny Harders as well, so. Ah, I'm not doing no shirts. The open top
2: grill. I'm not, not sure about it. People do rave about it, <laughs> about it though.
0: Keenan, what do you think is the best moment slash scene? The last heist in Den
1: of Thieves. Sean? Yeah, I'm the same. With a shout out to the to the opening scene and any scene where they're walking close to each other.
0: I think it's the uh, shootout in,
1: I guess, the street. Um, but yeah, that, that would be uh, my favourite. Oh, you mean in the Thieves*? In Den of Thieves*, yeah.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Sean, what do you think is the best quote
1: across the two films? Um, I think the one. <laughs> There's a few I could give. Uh, I'll go. I'll, go for, I'll give you my one, but I'll go through the few. I think. I think it's from *Hello High Water*, and then I do enjoy in the first bank where. Oh no! It's when they're paying. They're paying the guy to pay the money back, and he's like, "Well, if that ain't text, and I don't know what is." Um, when well, I like paying the bank back with the mo- with their own money, yeah. Um, then I do enjoy when Jeff Bridges' characters talk about soccer, and he's like, "Never understood that. How is anything a five year old can do? Shouldn't be a sport." <laughs> um, and then, uh, but yeah, the one is going to be this one asshole from New York tried to order trout back in nineteen eighty seven. <laughs> Keanu,
2: nice. do, you, do you have a favourite? I do love What Don't You Want. Um, and that, that conversation, that is quite fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is that your pick? Uh,
2: no, I've really got one for you, mate, to be honest.
0: Well,
2: can you do pick you a film like, then, at least? Like that, that, that'll arrest you, I do like. Yeah.
0: Probably 10 of these on the, the hole, mate. I think the one I enjoyed the most, maybe, was... Uh, The food that sucks me coming for the ass. And just uh, (laughs) the the look on everyone's face around the table. (laughs) What's going on here? Um, But a lot of things that uh, Big Nick comes out with. I mean, we could talk about his tattoo. um, Or his conversation with the uh, FBI guy at the first crime scene. Is the worst thing about both films, the leather jackets that Gerard Butler... It's just wearing throughout this film. It's a great jacket. It's a great
2: jacket, you say. Yeah, you not not want that?
0: No, no. It it, it looks like um, I don't really know. Is this because Pacino wears a leather jacket in heat? Not all of it, but I mean, not even no. part of it. It's also a great jacket. You're just annoyed you can't Which do put you it take? Off. Do you take the brown leather jacket that Nick no, wears, and the Paci- black one? I take that
2: Oh, i mean i did Gina. used to wear a black
0: leather jacket i love you now so uh so you, no, there's, a reason, there's a reason you don't anymore i don't it doesn't fit me anymore i not like it's too large for that now need a full
2: cow to get around me I mean, i can't i can't wear couldn't physically wear a leather jacket
0: either but i'm not as against it <laughs> as you i'd seem to be there. too i'd be too warm these so. days no no i'm not against leather jackets i'm more against that particular leather jacket you love the henry hill leather. I do. I said it's the coolest anyone's ever looked in a film.
2: Oh, oh this, this is a good jacket.
0: If I had to take a piece of memorabilia, I'm probably taking Big
2: Nick's jacket or Jeff Bridges' hat.
0: I'm going to stick with you here, Keenan.
1: MVP across both films. Nick O'Brien. Sean, what do you think? I'm going my man Donnie, because he got away with it in the end. I'm going
0: Toby in Hell High Water, because... He,
1: gets he did more
0: yeah. of the
2: legwork. Ah, uh, his brother does all the killing.
1: Yeah, his brother does do the killing. He didn't, he didn't need to do the killing.
2: Well, uh, he do, I mean, he does once they rob the bank. That when they rob that bank, he does actually probably need to he kill those to two guys. He wanted to take a different bank. Well, no. But once you're there, you're there. If his brother don't pull trigger, then Toby ain't making out of there alive, is it? I
0: need mean... to I don't really see how Nick can be the MVP because everything he set out to do he actually didn't do.
2: Big Nick O'Brien, mate. Like, have you got your name carried yeah. on a bed? No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: there we go. All done. Swap things. Yeah. I'll just swap back to now the other one does. um No, I haven't got my name tattooed on anyone, although it now is a goal. After seeing how pleased it makes uh, Big Nick, so stand by. Um, okay.
1: Best side character: Jeff Bridges.
0: No, I thought you were going to
1: go for? I would have said he's. I would have said he's close to a main Not, not enough scene shoot.
0: Uh, I would agree with you, Sean. His face is on the poster. Would be uh, part of. Yeah.
1: I'll,
0: yeah. I'll tell you what I thought Keenan was going to go for. I thought he was going to go for the waitress i think that that should be
1: a uh, that should be a rule i think well i think you've stumbled it, across a the rule there byron it like it a, no, your, that's your face like, is on the poster you shouldn't no, be a psycho kind of blew up with American when, like,
0: everyone is on the poster Same with the marvel conversation films. twice
2: in this um in this bracket already about people being <laughs> on the poster and being billed and how important they are to the film <laughs> sean you're not here every week mate you don't, you don't, <laughs> you don't
1: don't know the don't know the idiosyncrasies. <laughs> I do, well, but regardless of that point... If you're, like, if you're a part-timer,
2: you're a part-timer. Oh, you can't I, I, I
1: that, personally you can't felt he was, he was a bit central to it to be a side character. My, my pick's 50 Cent.
2: And he's not in too much of the film?
1: Oh, I all are, all would you know, guys I would say the same. I think he's in too much. Of I film. know it goes
0: on for three days. 50 so Cent is more of a side character
1: than Jeff Bridges. Yeah, well I agree. Crazy. It's crazy. It screen
2: time, come on now.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Is it screen time though, or is it more about where are they in the plot? 50 Cent is a backup dancer in this film. I mean I've gone I've gone
0: from I've gone for my man Mac. Why do we let him on,
2: arbecue then? Turns up once every nine years and starts trying to make them out.
1: What do you mean? Picks, why is he, and he not? Picks, he's a good, and he he's a good, and he good side Mark. character.
2: Yeah, I
0: mean, I don't totally understand why he's, he's gone there, but okay.
1: <laughs> I mean,
0: let me just see. I don't know if it still lets me remove people from the call. Why <laughs> um, I me? Mean, we didn't think of the same person. matt he, he, barely, he barely makes the top cast on IMDb. Yeah,
1: he's a side character. He's, he's not a main... A fucking... He's definitely a, <laughs> he's side, a side character. character. He?
0: He's barely a character. <laughs> His name is next to Secret
1: Service Guard 1. And Secret <laughs> Service Lobby Guard 1. That's who he's sandwiched between. <laughs> Him and Donnie are the only ones to make it out. That tells you a lot.
2: There's no one else really to
1: make it. out. There's literally a group of them at the bar. They're involved in the main heist though. Holloway's driving a truck. Yeah, and he does a good job. And he's involved, and he then he goes to London. That's already three people.
0: Do we give him a vote for the next one, Keenan?
2: <laughs> we, we do, yeah.
0: That's a heist crew.
2: Denna Thieves.
0: Yeah, Denna Thieves. Two people across. Rough reading water here. Um Who got away Washington? with more um uh, is two
2: people a crew? I don't think it is.
0: I mean, it probably has to be just for the basis of the question, but I would no, agree. I, I would call
2: it say, a crew. I was genuinely just—I was
0: wondering if you yeah. would actually count it as a crew in no. general terms. No, I wouldn't. Um, who got away with more? Thirty million to forty thousand. I guess <S laughs> you could add on the oil, but it's still not making okay, so. Oh, Oh, six hundred k, yeah. He's got it for fifty years. But then that soundtrack Keenan. Uh it's Hello High Water. Sean. Uh yeah, hello 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 high water. Um originality, Sean.
1: Hello, High Water.
0: Keenan? The same. Keenan, bigger impact. Hello, High Water.
1: Think. Sean. Uh, same. Hello, High Water.
0: The
2: Oscars, so on and so forth.
0: Um
1: Keenan, best opening scene. Genesis? Sean, <clears throat> I like both of these. It's probably a tough one on Hello High Water, but going for Denifee. Uh Sean, best ending. Hello High Water. Keenan, I,
2: I prefer Hello High Water. I don't know if it's actually better. Uh, I Think I just like it because it's Chris Pine and uh, Chris Pine and Jeff Bridges. I, just I, I ones, yeah.
0: um, stick with you, Keenan. Best chemistry. Den of thieves, mate. I'm going Hello water. Ben. I'll give you that. I've got no no objection to it. Sean, decided vote for chemistry. Yeah, Hello High Water. Yeah, I've got no no argument right. against it. I think it the looks the fact that I chuckle a bit
2: more in Den of thieves swing swung it for me. It looks conclusive
0: for Dana Thieves, let me add it up. Eight six in the end for Dana Thieves. Closer hmm. than you might have expected yeah the last run so i mean opening scene that well, was unanimous actually um a side character goes the other way then it's a tie and hell high water goes through um mvp was split Vote was split a couple that could have gone the other way so yeah eight six in the end for den of thieves that goes through to the next round and next week we're staying out west and it is lawless against Donny Brasco. Mm, nice week for you. Sean's never seen Donny Brasco.
1: I I think you like it. Again. I've never seen it. Were you planning uh, to come on next like week, it. Sean? No. Nah. <sighs> I mean it depends when the pot is. Are you planning to come on next week? Planning to, yeah. Forget
0: about it. <laughs> you oh, did that, i that, Keenan? it to you. It's Paul from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you again for listening to another edition of Movie Madness. We will be back next week. At least you know two of us will be. But there's a third remains to be seen. Until then, good night. <laughs>